Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. I have a little technique for us to start with today. Alrighty. It's just a kind of dialogue mindset for use with bulky buyers. Okay. Who are looking at rates creeping towards seven yep. and saying, that's a lot of interest to be paying. Well, the alternative is paying rent, which is 100% interest. So which would you rather pay? Six and a half or a hundred? Love it. I have a parade of techniques. I have a parade of techniques. Good. All right. So what would you do if you had 7,000 people in your database and you recognize that a lot of people are getting hit with high capital gains tax? You might do what one of our students decided to do. Hold a home sale seller's seminar. Home sale seminar is what he called it. Uh -huh. And so what he did is he notified 7,000 people in the database. He had 20 people that signed up on the spot. 12 more came because of word of mouth. And then he had 35 to 40 Facebook lead ads, ad responses. So all in all, 20 people showed up, 100 views online because it was copied, filmed. And basically, it was our student plus a tax expert guiding people through how to not pay too much in capital gains when they go to sell with all this new equity that they've got. No listings taken yet, but it gave our student an excuse to call all 57 people that registered. He had 28 conversations in one week plus the workshop, and we just know some good things are going to come out of that. Listing lead generation. Cool, huh? And serve the people. Wow. Great technique. Mm-hmm. So here's the Ask the Experts for this week, halfway through the semester. Alrighty. Since things are changing so much, one of the changes my company is noticing is sellers wanting to take a break, wanting to cancel, withdraw their listing, and either take a break or not come back on the market at all. Let's wait it out, see what's gonna happen. So my company is moving toward a listing release, adding this to the contract, and doing it for a basic fee to reimburse the agent for marketing expenses so far incurred. Okay. So should I embrace this? Should I fight this? What do you guys think? Oh, man, this is the kind of question you take to your board of directors. Yeah. Well, first of all, the first answer was, I've always wanted to, to include uh, 
permission to cancel the listing. And I wanted to get that from my company so that if I decide to leave, I get all my listings canceled and I take them with me. That was okay. the first answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if they want to take a break, as in addition to the listing release for a period of time, have them sign a future predated listing contract when they're coming back on. If instead of paying a fee up front, have it credited back to them at the time of the relist closing. Okay. So everyone else on the team thought it was a good idea. Ooh. Except one. That would be you? No. Oh, that would be me. <laughs> I got an opinion, but anyway, I'm listening carefully. One of his chief marketing advantages is he has always offered an easy exit clause oh, all right. to all of his sellers. Okay. If for any reason at all, or no reason at all, you're not happy with our service, we can part company, shake hands, no money has to change hands, we're, we're done. An easy exit, no questions asked. And recently, one of his clients, a lawyer, believe it or not, wanted that in writing. And he said, in writing, I don't think so. If a handshake isn't good enough, we oh. probably shouldn't be doing business together anyway. So I agree with the easy exit clause I always have. I don't think you should bind people. And that, that attorney, of all people, should know there's no such thing as an enforceable contract. Certainly not cheaply or easily. So there's your easy exit moving toward a listing release. Ask the experts question for this week. And I completely disagree. However, I will keep my mouth shut. All right. Did I keep my mouth shut? What a surprise. No, no, I know. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Okay. So here's my ask the experts question. I've got sellers that are divorcing. They were under contract and at the inspection, the transaction fell apart. We put it back on the market and now we're back under contract. Oh, to good. Tomorrow is the inspection. But here's my problem. Here's what I need help with. What do I do with this woman? She's driving me nuts. She's texting me in the middle of the night. She's texting me four or five times a day. This must go through. This needs to go through. What have you done lately? Did you contact the contractor? You know, this guy is bent over backwards to help this person, these people. Of course, there's been some hiccups, you know, like the contractor that our agent found for the sellers ended up with COVID and didn't show up okay. and then it took longer and you know, they're kind of freaked out. So the question, my number one goal is to get her to shut up and stop bugging me. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like this divorce is no surprise. Oh my goodness <laughs> sakes. So what should I do? Now, the first answer was be a pro, be patient, set boundaries on communication. The second piece was just, from personal experience, divorce makes people crazy. It's not that she's necessarily crazy. It's that she's crazy about <laughs> this at this time. So just be kind. Here was a piece of advice. Be careful what you say. So as opposed to saying, I'll take care of this or I'll get this. There is a lawsuit pending 
that our student is not a party to but could have been. It was the other company, the other mm. agent, the buyer and the seller are in a suit. For some reason, our student did not get named. But anyway, the, the problem or the complaint is the agent said, we'll take care of this. We'll take care of this. And the seller perceived that meant they were going to pay for it. Oh. Oh, yeah. So that's the lawsuit. Anyway, just be very careful what you promise, how you say it. Put things in writing. Yeah, document sure. everything. Absolutely. Right. Or document nothing because, you know, sometimes you say things you... Anyway. Okay. Um, then there were these two pieces of advice. Set your days and times that you'll respond. Let her know in advance. I will talk to you on Monday and Thursday uh, between 11 and 12 or whatever. When will you be responding? It won't be as often as she is texting. Um, and then the last piece of advice, which had three parts, really. Good idea to set times and dates for response. And as you set those with the seller, tell the seller, boy, I know you're really anxious. I can tell because you've texted me eight times in the last 24 <laughs> hours. So you just keep doing that. Mm -hmm. I know that it makes you feel better and you know that I'm going to be responding. I am going to respond. And then you tell them when and that you will not be responding instantly because your job is to make sure everything's going right and to do the work not to respond to texts it's not the job description so turn off your alerts that's the second piece of advice hide your alerts so you're not getting bing oh that's her again um, and then uh, finally what if you were like our get by giving award winner John Brown you remember what John always did when someone was mad at him? He'd bring him a bag of groceries. He'd bring him a bottle of wine and a pie. He'd bring him, he brought the dog's treats. He just would surprise you out of the blue. You were mean and rude and awful to him. He brought you a present. And then you felt like crap because you were so mean. <laughs> and so you were nicer. So what if you had tried a John Brown on him? And somebody piggybacked on that idea and said, what if it was like a stress kit, you know, so it had like a soothing bath and a bottle of wine and a whatever, whatever. So anyway, sometimes we just have to be kind and nice. And here is the last little piece of data. The closing is two weeks out. Hang in there. It's almost over. Yeah, and I would add earmark a portion of that commission to do something really nice for yourself. Yeah, right? For putting up I with I put this. up with you, so I get to go to yeah, <laughs> have my nails done. For sure. Yeah. Congrats on getting halfway through to already, we have a couple of goal achievers. We do. That's so wonderful. Keep heading toward your goal, because that's what R Squared is about, you hitting your goal. And we can say right online who they are. Bobby Mer Morgenstern mm -hmm. and Kelly Parker both have hit their entire semester goal, January, July 1 to December 31, and they've already hit it. Woohoo! Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs>